Chiral Studios presents Better Men Elsewhere, Episode Seven: The Doctor's Assistant, written and directed by Angelo Espiritu. Jordan, 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 wait! You need to listen to me. Cecilia's in trouble. Don't you ever fucking say her name again. You stay away from her, you hear me? She... She could be in big trouble. Could be. This wasn't me. I had nothing to do with Lionheart. Then why did Marshall have you arrested, huh? Why wouldn't he want you in this cell if he didn't think you did it? He called you to help get Lionheart to Dr. Argo. But Marshall asked him what happened, and his response was Cecilia. No, no, no. Wait. What did I fucking say? He wasn't trying to keep me away. He was already escorting me somewhere before we found Lionheart in the alley. He said that I'm in danger or whatever, but Lionheart said her name after Marshall called you. He had to think fast, so he sent us here. If I find out you so much as laid a finger on her... I made a promise to you yesterday. You need to find her. Jordan? Jordan! Jordan! Minerva! Minerva! We need your help. Dr. Lionheart's in critical condition. We need you to... Oh, shit. Minerva! Dr. Argo! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! This is not the time! Shit! Salts! Salts! Where are the salts? Wake up! Lionheart's in the truck, holding off for dear life. He needs your help. Uh... Cornelius? Yes! What the hell happened to you? What's this? Thursday, July 7th. Experiment serial number L55-0. I think I'm ready for human trials on the effects of vaporized substance L versus aerosolized substance L. Assisting me will be Dr. Cornelius Leonhardt and the test subject Frederick Carmichael former constable of the town of Coventry and former soldier in the greater Coventry conflict. Subject is known to have psychotic episodes and mental breakdowns as a post-traumatic stress response due to his time in the conflict. Previous experiments have had varying degrees of success at stabilizing the subject's mental state. My ultimate goal is to target the effects of substance L to specific memories instead of inducing full-scale amnesia as it is prone to do. But first, we must understand its properties before any further medical applications are considered. Sorry, I'm late. I was giving my assistant a crash course in anesthesiology. Cornelius, please tell me you're joking. What? Me? Joke? What do you think of me, Minerva? I'm very serious. Always. Gur, big grumpy face, Dr. Leonhardt, scaring the children when he gets a chance. 
It takes a child to care for a child, I suppose. Guilty. Where can I set down my trusty bag? Why do you keep bringing that raggedy thing? I have everything we need. I never leave without it. You should be careful training your assistants in technical work if they aren't even medical students. Ah, but this one was going to be a medical student. Was? Yes. When I started teaching, they became a medical student. All it takes is for one of them to think they're an expert and suddenly someone's dead because of you. Relax, Minerva. We're the only doctors. We need all the help we can get. In all seriousness, though, I am considering sending one of them to university. Oh? Yes. See, my assistant already has a degree, and yours are small-town hopefuls who use diesel fuel as a cure-all home remedy. You're going to send one of them to medical school. I am not your assistant. I am your safety net. May I remind you that you yourself are barely qualified to conduct these experiments? You're an orthopedic with a bloated job description. Don't talk to me about barely qualified. <laughs> are we doing this or what? I have patience to tend to and no patience to waste. How long have you been waiting to use that? Quite a while. Shall we begin? I've loaded up the humidifier with substance L. Are you ready? Smelling salts, are you ready? Come on, it's time to wake up. Be careful. I don't know what kind of state he'll be in when he comes to. Maneuver? Where? Where? Dr. Daynard? Welcome back. What's going on? Dr. Argo and I are about to start another experiment. Oh, uh, okay. What kind of experiment? This one is pretty simple. We will be in the other room. And all we want to do is ask some basic questions. Like last time? Exactly. Like last time. Freddy, how do you feel? Exhausted. Famished. Have you got any food? Sorry, Freddy. I need your stomach to stay empty for this one. Uh, very well. Let's get cracking then, shall we? Frederick, are you ready? As, uh, as ready as I'll ever be. Good. First, let us begin with the basics. What is your name? Frederick Carmichael. Can you list three of your relatives? My wife, Sarah, my niece, Elizabeth, and my uncle, Philip. Do you remember anything about what is now called Ghost Town? Yes. My men and I stood our ground for 48 days before it was ultimately burned to the ground. Freddy, I'll need you to turn that humidifier on, okay? Good. Experiment L55-1A. Vaporized substance L is expelling from a bog-standard store-bought humidifier. We shall now proceed with the interrogation. Please state your name. Frederick Carmichael. Please list the same three relatives you previously indicated and in the exact same order. Sarah, Elizabeth, and Philip. How long did you say you fought before the town was burned to the ground? (sighs) 48 days. Freddy, can you please turn off the humidifier? Now, Freddy, to your left is a small spray bottle. I want you to spray it straight up above you so that the mist falls directly on your head and shoulders. Experiment L55-1B. 
aerosolized substance L falls on the subject from above. Substance was ejected from an unremarkable plastic spray bottle and transmitted to subject by something's happening. Ask the questions. Please state your name. My, uh, my name is, I'm uh, Frederick An- Anth- Anthony Carmichael. Please recite the three names from earlier. My, um, my wife, my, my niece, and my uncle. What were their names? Sarah, um, Sarah and, uh, Uncle Phil. How many nights did you defend Coventry before it burned down? It, uh, it was 48 nights. They came from all sides. I... I saw them burn down the town. They killed my Uncle Phil. Those wretched Everett burned my uncle. They took everything away from me. General Uriah sat there and did nothing. Nothing! He's having an episode. We need to restrain him. That room has particles of substance L flooding in it. How do you plan to do that? I don't care. The general let them take it all away. Freddy, stand down. You, you're one of them, aren't you? You came to finish me off. Freddy, stop. It's me, Minerva. Yield, Kerr. Here's the pill. Sorry, Freddy. Are you all right? Yeah, I'll be fine. Uh, It's just a headache. Help me get him out of here. What do you make of the experiments? We only have four sets of trials to go off of, but there seems to be a pattern. Substance L in vapor form seems to behave just like normal water. When boiled, whatever compound that induces amnesia either denatures or decomposes. But only the vapor is safe. Your previous experiments seem to indicate that pre-boiled samples of substance L are just as potent as the unboiled samples. Correct. The current data corroborates why Lake Lethe's water is dangerous, but rain that comes from it is seemingly benign. Thank God. Can you imagine? The whole lake dries up, forms a cloud, and the rain literally washes away everyone's memories. Lake water that evaporated before condensing again is theoretically safe, but the aerosol trials prove that even a spray bottle of Substance L is very dangerous. Indeed. How about you? What have you gathered about its potency and effects on memory loss? We seem to have similar conclusions. However, comparing how the subject... Freddy. His name is Freddy. Freddy? Did he... Ask you to call him that, or did you decide for him? You were saying? Hmm. Comparing how Freddy seems to worsen with prolonged exposure to Substance L, I think we may be going about this all wrong. What do you mean? We are trying to cure his post-traumatic responses using Substance L. No? Right. Trying to use it to isolate the bad memories so as to prevent his episodic breaks. But he always breaks. It could be his age. At this point, he's becoming a significantly less than ideal specimen. Perhaps. But we both know that our experiments are likely taking a toll on him. And putting him in and out of stasis is not doing any favors for his mind or his body. So what? We just stop? 
I can't stop, Cornelius. You know that. The Uris will take everything if I don't figure out what's going on with that damned lake. What I'm saying is we're trying to isolate Frederick's wartime memories. But those are the memories that keep coming back. What if, in one sense, we succeeded? We isolated the memories, but not because Substance L removed them, but because... Those are the memories that remain when we remove everything else. Exactly. What if... What if the memories that are being removed are his new memories? What if that's why he's having episodic breaks? His mind has forgotten his new life after the war, and so he's... shit. That's not to dismiss any possibility of post-traumatic triggers, however. If anything, I suggest that we've actually made them more likely to occur. This is big. This is really big. We need to run more tests just to make sure, I don't think we should run more tests, Minerva. I think it's time we retired, Frederick. No? What? What makes you say that? He's a danger if left alone. And he's an energy sink if he's kept in stasis. Either way, he's a waste of resources. You took an oath, Cornelius. How can you say such a thing? You and I both know we didn't excel in our fields to come out here in the middle of nowhere to follow the rules. Now, did we? If our colleagues heard what we're doing out here... Well, we are fortunate to do what we do, without oversight or committees. That's easy for you to say. If I don't show the Yuri's results, I will lose everything. You have your results. We have a hypothesis at best. That's why we need to test it out. I agree. But the only way to test our hypothesis is by leaving him alone and letting him live the rest of his life, assuming the governor is willing to let such a dangerous man wander around town again. No. Governor Eustace said that if Freddy is no longer of service to the town, then I am to conduct a human trial of experiment L-13. I assume that was before you brought me on board, isn't it? It was one of the first animal tests I designed. Nothing too fancy. I, I wanted to see what prolonged exposure to substance L would do to a living creature. And what were the results? Simply being in proximity of the substance had no effect. However, prolonged contact of a significant amount of substance L relative to body mass led to rapidly declining motor functions and cardiac arrest. The body forgets how to function and shuts down. The lungs and heart stop working, so the subject suffocated and that's ultimately what killed them. Have you ever been near the lake? Once or twice. There are bones everywhere. The beach is pretty much covered in them. No animal with a brain or nervous system survives in that water. Poor things accidentally fall in, then they drown because their bodies stop working. The governor wants you to do that to Frederick? We have no data on L13 human trials. I told the governor that when Freddy's usefulness is exhausted, I'd run L13 on him, but I'll be honest, I'm. I've been delaying it as much as I can. They teach us in medical school not to get attached to our patients. Not attached? Then why delay? Are you that cold, Cornelius? Are you serious? I'm merely suggesting... Shut up, okay? Just shut the fuck up! I feel like I'm about to lose my mind. Did you experiment on yourself? What? No! I'm not losing my mind because of Substance L. I'm losing my mind because... Look at my lab, Cornelius. 
I'm studying one of the most dangerous substances on the planet, and I don't have proper equipment, instruments, chemicals. I'm running experiments with a humidifier and a spray bottle. My Bunsen burner is a jury-rigged butane torch. And my glassware. My glassware is made by an apprentice glassblower with no sense of consistency. I have little to no resources as it is, and now you suggest I lose another one. It's easy for you because everyone needs a doctor. Everyone runs to you with their little boo-boos, but I have to convince them that they need me. I'm sure as an invisible doctor, most people are quite uncomfortable being seen by you, but they still go to you. They have to. No one comes here. No one needs to. It's ironic that I seem to be the invisible one, not you. So pardon me if I feel a particular sentiment to my one and only patient. I'm not attached to Freddy, but I can relate to him. I know what it's like to be in his position. That vulnerability where your life depends on how much people need you around. I'm sure at some point in everyone's lives we all feel that some way or another. So if it happens to Frederick, that he's no longer needed, it crawls under my skin the fact that one wrong move, Cornelius, in one wrong move, I'll be there too. That's why I can't bring myself to do it. This blackout ordinance concerning this criminal... You convinced the governor to extend it, didn't you? Yes. So I can keep Freddy in stasis without drawing too much suspicion from the state. Then you know this cannot last much longer. People are getting upset, and sooner or later, the governor will have to call it off. I know. Okay. In that case, think it through. I already set aside time tomorrow morning to come over. We can figure it out from there. In the meantime... Have a good rest of your day, Minerva. Before I go, tell me a little more about this Jason Miranda. What about him? Well, you signed off on his waiver, and I have been busy this past month. I'm dying to meet him. Why hasn't he stopped by Ghost Town yet? Believe me, I've been urging the governor and Marshall to send him there for quite some time now, but they insist on holding off. Any particular reason? For one, I don't think the governor wants to inconvenience the people of Ghost Town with the current blackout ordinance. Ah, yes, that makes sense. Secondly, he's kind of a, let's just say as unsavory opinions about invisible people, and uh, like I said, doctors are scary enough, but an invisible doctor... I understand. I'm sure I'll meet him soon enough. Hello? This has gone on as far as I can take it, Minerva. Too many people are complaining about the blackout ordinance, and it has certainly overstayed its welcome. I'm sure you can agree. Yes. I'm afraid it's time to put an end to this. I understand. You know how I feel about the matter. In principle, I ought to honor the agreements I've inherited from my father's tenure. As a haggler myself, I would expect nothing less. From my understanding, you and I are not the only parties involved with this agreement, correct? Correct. I should have considered this sooner. 
But do you have the right to speak on Frederick's behalf? No. Then our current arrangement to let Constable Carmichael serve as your assistant is void. Yes. I respect the boldness, Minerva, but dancing around the matter does not reassure me of your trustworthiness. It's also Freddy's decision, yes. But at the time, he was in no condition to agree to anything. Our arrangement was always meant to be temporary, and it seems we've reached its expiration. Enough with the formalities. I want to make my position perfectly clear. I don't respect my father's legacy, but I do respect you and Frederick's informed decisions, barring any questionable actions on your part. I'll honor this contract in as much as the two of you would like me to. You have my word. Thank you. Good night, Minerva. Good night. Mm, good morning. Happy Friday, Freddy. How do you feel? As well as any other day, I suppose. It's all a blur anyway. Where's Dr. Leonard? I'm not sure. He said he'd be here, but he's not picking up his phone. Mmm, <laughs> what have you got there? Some rashers, potato pancakes, eggs benedict, and OJ. What's wrong? You tell me. Is it that obvious? Well, you seldom cook anything this decadent for yourself, and the bags under your eyes are more pronounced than normal. I take it whatever you're about to tell me has kept you up all night. Dr. Leonhardt and I believe that with your condition, we've exhausted our possibilities in terms of experiments in which we can expect consistent results without having to factor in too many unknown... It's time, isn't it? <sighs> yes. But... But I do have some good news. I spoke with the governor last night, and he's willing to look the other way and terminate the agreement wholesale. We don't have to go through with any of it. Is that what you want? Do you remember anything about the agreement, Freddy? Do you remember how we met? Like I said, it's all a haze. A couple years ago, I came here looking for a new start, and Governor Eustace tasked me with some projects. At first, it was simply to learn more about Lake Lethe's water, but later he asked me to work with Dr. Leonhardt to fix you. At the time, your condition wasn't too bad, but I eventually thought, hey, let's kill two birds with one stone, right? If the lake water has properties that affect memories and you have a problem with your own memories, let's see if we can create a cure. I spent months and months running tests before we started experimenting on you. But as part of the agreement, if these experiments proved to be unsuccessful or inconclusive, or if you worsened and could no longer contribute to society, either as a, as a result of the experiments or natural degradation. Experiment L13. Yes. Do you remember what that was? I remember what you did to those animals. And yet you still agreed. Why did you agree to that? I couldn't tell if the governor was joking or serious or if he even cared, but you just agreed without question. Why did you do that? When you get to my age, you get to thinking quite often 
how is this going to end, hmm? As a boy, I thought I would die a glorious death on the battlefield, defending the town and the people that I loved. Instead, my friends and family all died around me. My town burned to the ground and was divided amongst the barons. Coventry, my home, my life, gone. I felt as though I had no purpose. Until they made me constable, I helped rebuild the town, and I continued to serve as best as I could, and that was enough. When my mind started to fracture, I saw the signs, and I knew, I knew one day they would no longer need me. One day my purpose would be taken from me again. I lived my life to serve Coventry, so it's only proper that I die for Coventry. You aren't dying for Coventry. You're dying for a man who was pushed off a cliff a month ago. We need you, Freddy. You're the constable. You're my... You're my only friend, aside from Cornelius. And I valued our friendship, indeed. You know, I've pondered whether my fighting spirit was all for naught. What did I fight for? We lost! But then I see Ghost Town. I see a changed world. I see you, my only remaining friend. I don't recognize my home, Minerva. I can't say I comprehend what my contribution was exactly, but I know there is fruit to my service. You and your laboratory are a testament to that. There is much more to learn about this world I helped forge. If my life, my sacrifice, is the key to Coventry's future, whatever it may be, then don't take this away from me. This generation grew up from the ashes of Coventry. Let me be the ash for the next generation. You don't have to do this. I know. I choose this. This is my purpose. This is what my life has built up to. Very well. Cheers, Freddy. Cheers. Is that too tight? No. Okay. Handcuff secure. I'm suited up, and I have my bucket of lake water ready to go. Are you ready? Should we wait for Dr. Leonard? It's long past when he said he'd be here. I, I don't know what's going on with him, but if you really want to... No. No, I... I mustered up quite a lot of strength to mentally prepare for this. I don't want to waste the opportunity. Believe me, I know the feeling. Then let's not dilly-dally. <sighs> Goodbye, Commander Carmichael. Goodbye, Dr. Argo. Freddy? It's... where... where... what's going... why am I... I've been captured! You! You traitorous! Freddy. Unhand! Release me! Unchain me, Kerr! Or face the might of... Experiment serial number L13-9. 
After approximately after approximately 26 minutes, the subject completely lost the ability to the ability to move and to speak. Subjects subjects head remained above water and pulse significantly slowed down to 37 beats per minute. Approximately 35 minutes into the experiment, the subject died of asphyxiation. Experiment serial number L56-1. Testing the hypothesis of substance L's ability to remove recent memories. Delivery method. Aerosolized substance L sprayed above subject. Target time frame of memories to remove approximately 12 hours. Subject, me. If you're listening to this, Freddie's dead. He chose to undergo the human trial for L13. See L13-9 for data and reference. It was not pretty. If you conduct the experiment again, just know it will take a heavy toll on you. It's not something anyone should ever witness. Which is why I am running this next test on myself. I want to forget the experience. Like I said, the data is already recorded, but I don't want the image of my friend writhing in a bathtub, screaming for his freedom. Screaming for his freedom. Listen, I know you're scared. We have to make difficult choices, and I know you know that. But something that's not in the L13 data is an unofficial data point I gathered from Freddy's decision today. You always have a choice. You're scared that they're going to throw you out, that you're disposable. Screw them. Doesn't matter if they want you or need you. You have a purpose. Stop being scared. I choose this attempt to forget the last 12 hours for one reason and one reason only. It hinders my ability to move forward. That's what it's all about. No matter what choice you make, keep moving forward. And don't let anything stop you. You have a purpose. You don't have to know what it is. You just have to know it's there and fight for it. You're invaluable, Minerva. Don't forget it. What the hell? Cecilia! Cecilia! Cecilia, are you in there? Cecilia! Open this door! Shit! Cecilia! Daddy? What's going on? Please, you can tell me! I, I, I'm sorry, Daddy. I have to go. I, I, I have to go with Adam for a bit, okay? What? Honey, what's this all about? I can't explain right now, but I need to go! Is... is that Dr. Leonhardt's medical bag? I love you, Daddy. Wait! Cecilia!
Thank you for listening to Better Men Elsewhere. If you'd like to support us, please consider donating at patreon.com forward slash bettermenelsewhere to get early access to ad-free episodes, behind the scenes, and other exclusive content. This episode was written and directed by Angelo Espiritu and co-produced by Angelo Espiritu, Katie Espiritu, and Michael Pantazes. Starring Allison Auth as Dr. Argo, Jesse Causey as Dr. Leonhardt and as Marshall Grayson, Stephen Landis as Frederick Carmichael and as Yusuf, Philip Long as Jordan Hughes, Jonathan Price as Jason, and Amy Damel as Cecilia Hughes. Sound design by Angelo Espiritu, with additional sounds provided by Epidemic Sounds. Mixing and mastering by Angelo Espiritu and Pat Mahoney. Music and soundtrack by Pat Mahoney and Angelo Espiritu. Special shout out to our founder patrons, Evan Frankfurt, Ryan Feather, Tammy Labutin, Jenny Kepner, and Matt McAllis. Additional shout outs to our honored guest patrons, Ryan Feather, Tammy Labutin, and Matt McAllis. For more information about the show, go to chiralstudios.com forward slash BME. That's C-H-I-R-A-L studios.com forward slash B-M-E.